Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to episode three of a roundtable conversation with me, Ben Bidwell, otherwise known as the Naked Professor. And this month, I'm joined by Amy Rushworth and Farah Orti. The purpose of this conversation was to, to celebrate the power and the impact and the beauty of the feminine energy. And it came at a brilliant time because there's been so much conversation around this. And if you've listened to the last two episodes, you'd have gathered a load of insights that Amy and Farah have shared so beautifully. And also from my own experiences of learning to celebrate the feminine energy. I think of all the parts, this one was my favorite because we really, I don't know, just listening back, it really stirred a lot inside of me. It was really beautiful. I think hearing about the girls talking about surrendering and finding flow, I don't know, it just, it just as you'll hear, I'm really passionate about this and it's beautiful and it's been a massive part of my journey. So I feel really, really passionately about this. It's a beautiful conversation that leads us to talk about men at the very end and how men can start allowing themselves to celebrate the beauty of, this, of, the, of the feminine energy too. And the answers that Amy and Farah both gave, I just think were really, really lovely and they meant a lot for me to hear them. So I hope you enjoy them. I hope you enjoy this episode. For me, it was just a beautiful opportunity to celebrate the wonderful feminine energy. And um, I hope you feel that and enjoy it. So without further ado, over to Farah and Amy. I just want to end with, with um, a bit of a conversation about men, because usually I, I feel like it's always, I always get asked the question by women, how can I get my guy to open up and, and you know, to, to share his feelings and all that kind of stuff? And I would love to just bring that conversation alive, like f- from your perspective as well, having done so much of the work, having sat in that, I'm presuming, and this is a presumption, but I'm presuming that you guys wouldn't be prepared to sit in a relationship with someone who wasn't in tune with their, both of course their masculine and their feminine. So have you had to help nurture the feminine in your partners? Have they naturally had it? Are there things that you've, you've done that you've seen that can help men embrace or allow in this, this feminine energy? Tough question, I know, because I always get asked. <laughs> but I'd love to, to hear your thoughts. Or if it's like, no, it's all got to be on them. There's no right or wrong. But I just would love to hear what you've got to say. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's interesting. I've definitely been in relationships where my partner wasn't willing to do any emotional work. And I've been in that kind of energy where I kept trying to push it. You know, I'd buy him books and try to send him podcasts and encourage him all the time. And and it was so exhausting and so draining. And yeah, that went on for like eight years. Yeah, and in the end, I had to decide that it wasn't, I couldn't do that to myself anymore, you know. And um, and if the, and, and also respecting that the guy I was with didn't, if he wasn't doing it, he didn't want to. And to really just, you know, I was trying to make him into something that he wasn't called to. 
and I was having to dim myself to fit into this container that wasn't right for either of us so I think it's also really important and very brave work to honor when somebody doesn't want to show up to the work that you think they need to do because also from an from an ego point of view I was basically demanding he do some work that wasn't calling him like what I don't know what his journey is and you know we, we can only work so so much until we see okay I'm having to be someone else I want him to be someone else this is not working yeah and I mean it was a uh, we let it go very lovingly so it was a beautiful container but for that time in my life and for me now I think before I called in this relationship I was so so intentional and I said I will not accept anybody into my sphere again who does not worship my sensitivity and that was really like a big thing for me and you know within this relationship that I'm in now there's definitely times when me just being in my me owning my emotions me owning my waves me not sitting there feeling like so ashamed that I'm feeling so much you know the energy with which you take up space as a woman within your feminine is so powerful because it also gives permission and shows the people around you how to respect your feminine and how to respect your way of processing that can be really hard sometimes because we often want the way we process our emotions to be valued first by those around us and get the permission slip from them just like Amy was saying giving yourself your own permission slip taking up space as you are owning the beauty of going through 10 emotions within an hour and being able to sit with them um, and not apologizing for them so I think that's a massive thing within relating to men that we also as women have to own our processes and obviously hope that the person we're with is is can hold that and, and safely also worship that. And not every man will, depending on where they are in their journey. Um, and then also I would say, if a man is willing to do work, you know, make a, a beautiful activity between both of you. Like me and my partner have been reading The Way of the Superior Man but by David Dada. And I love David Dada. All this stuff is, lights me up. But, you know, to, to do that together and read and every chapter reflect and sit with each other and say like what came up for you and what came up for you and and both be open and to, to learning about the masculine and feminine within each of you is such a powerful thing to do together so really creating time to make it a fun exercise where you both both dive deep and, and see different sides of yourself and each other is really beautiful so that's what I would I would um, offer yeah it's always been my dream to to read that book with a partner you know, it's. I think it's a beautiful thing to do, a partner, because it brings so much understanding, opens the door to so much conversation, can bring you so much closer. I think it's that's beautiful advice for anyone. It was a dream. Like that was that was truly. This was like I think two nights ago we were doing it again over Zoom, and I was literally sitting there like, let this in right now, like please let this in. This is. It was just. It, this is what I left relationships not knowing if it existed to find so yeah <laughs> yeah really beautiful yeah thank you so much for sharing for amy i know tristan i know he's a beautiful man but even before tristan what's what's been your experiences how do, how do you sit with this oh man i've had some like all sorts of experiences in my love life before and um i always like to tell people that because they look at this relationship and this marriage that we have now and they see the life that I have now and sometimes people like can't relate they're like oh like how did you get there like that seems so far away but I'm like 
honey, don't worry. I've like had the full backstory to and the full like heroine's journey to this point. I loved what Farah was saying about like that openness and that like turn on that you felt when you were sitting there reading that with him. But it's because he chose to be there doing that. It's not because you said you need to do this. Otherwise, like you're not enough. Right. And so this question that you asked, Ben, so many women ask me this because they're doing inner work, they're doing spiritual work, and they're so excited about it. And naturally, when you're excited about something, you want to share that with someone that you love or you're beloved. But the thing that I think women need to remember and know is that your man and the masculine does not respond to the mummy energy, right? Like, or maybe he does in like a distorted way if there's something that's unhealed there with his own mother. But you're getting what you want is not actually going to come through the passive aggressiveness, the manipulation that, you know, masquerades is not manipulation, but, you know, you saying the things or trying to get him to do something that he's not naturally drawn towards, right? And some men, like some of my friends, they have partners who are, not spiritual, who don't do self-development, who are not like you, Ben, who like go on retreats and stuff, but they're so anchored in their masculine. Like one of my friends, her husband, he loves to cycle and he will go and he will like go on these awesome cycling trips and get a nature. And it's probably this profoundly spiritual experience for him, but it's in the way that he resonates, right? So it's not up to us to decide like this is what my partner needs. It's up to us to decide, do I want to love this person exactly as they are, even if they never change? And it's just a bonus if they do, right? It's just a bonus if they come asking questions or want to read the book with me. And this is what love and intimacy is. It's like finding another person who is not us, who has a different template, who has different interests potentially, different uh, views of the world and how do we make that experience in our relationship congruent in the way that we know how? How can we create love and safety even when our partner doesn't show up exactly how how we want them to? How do we create closeness in those moments? And the best thing is like if you think that your partner might be interested in those things, in my experience, when I met Tristan, I remember distinctly one of the things that he said to me, I can't remember what came before this, but he looked at me in the room one day and goes, ha, I don't have feelings. What do you mean feelings? And this is hilarious because he's a Libra sun, uh, cancer rising Pisces moon. So like, look at all the emotions in that astrology chart. And he is very emotional, but he was afraid, obviously, to show that because of the way that the world shames men and the way that a lot of women shame men. So I went on my own journey and I decided I love you for who you are. I can see the heart of who you are and I don't need you to do this work with me. I'm doing it for me. And if at some point I decide that this relationship doesn't work anymore because of how you're being and how I relate to that, then I'll leave, right? I'll leave then, right? I'll leave with love because I love myself first. And in doing that, he actually then got very intrigued by all the things I was doing, but he found his own way of doing it. So I didn't ask him to go to seminars. He went after seeing the change in me. 
I didn't ask him to do breath work. He saw that I was loving it, got curious, did it, and was like, whoa, this really resonates for me. And even now, sometimes I see the way that he runs his business and it's so different to mine and the way he works. And I just look at him and I'm like, I do not resonate with that at all, but I see that you're in your power. So that's awesome. Like that's your experience and I love you for that. So I think it's like, you know, this exercise in surrendering who we think our partners should be and meeting them where they are. And that's deep inner child work for a lot of people because a lot of us haven't even done this with our parents or ourselves yet. So then to do it with our partner is like the third piece. But if you can, you'll have an awesome relationship. And the last thing that I would say is like for anyone who's struggling to maybe like connect these pieces, how would you feel if your man or your partner came to you and was going, you need to lose a bit more weight or you need to eat this and not eat that. You need to not be so emotional on your period. Take a paracetamol. Like a lot of women would be horrified if their partner did that and they expect their man to hold space and always be anchored and always be grounded and always be there for them. But how many of us are actually doing that for our masculine partners, right? And that might be a hard question to ask yourself, but I think it's important that we do. How can we show up for men in a more loving, safe way? Because men need that too, just as much as we do. That's really beautiful, Amy. I don't, I don't want to add anything to it because it was, it was, it was perfect. I'm with you all the way, and that's. I think it's a really beautiful way to, to, to see it. I really do. So yeah, thank you so much. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. I just wanted to leave space if there's anything else that's come up for us to share anything or just to have a little check out in terms of where we're at at the end of the conversation. But yeah, just really allow space for anything really. Um, maybe I'll start because I don't know, it feels right. I, I guess I'm feeling really just very grateful that I, I have uh, the opportunity to, to sit in the space and to have these conversations. I'm grateful in, in doing so for my own growth and to have the capability to be able to do it. It's not something I never anticipated. It's often quite surreal for me to, to have these conversations, to think, who am I? What, what's like, you, you know, it's it's not it's not who you are. And the ego's still gripping hold of that. But it just is really, it's really beautiful for me. It's really beautiful. And I'm just really, for me to, to check out, it's really just to share my gratitude for, for you both to, to come and share and express what's inside of you and to share your understandings and your wisdom and, for us to allow space for this conversation um, for you to give me our time. So um, that's, I'm just really grateful. And yeah, thank you very much to you both. Yeah, thank you, Ben. I mean, the work you're doing in the world is amazing. And it excites me to think about all the men who follow you and, and even all the women, you know, to any humans that follow you that see the work that you're doing in this realm. Because, I mean, imagine the world if the world was full of men who were empowered in their masculinity, right? Instead of feeling like either they have to be this patriarchal masculine version 
or just completely shot down by all the like feminists hating on them, right? Not all feminists, right? But some some segments of the feminist movement. And you're shining the light of like a new way of being. So it's amazing. And it's amazing that we got to have this conversation. And um, for anyone who's listening, like hopefully feeling inspired or you feel inspired by podcasts like this, just know that you get to be inspiration for everyone in your life too. Like where does humans having this conversation, just hoping, you know, that it lands out in the the universe somewhere and someone picks up what we're putting down, but we don't necessarily even know the impact we're going to have on people listening. And it's the same for every person listening. You don't know who you're inspiring by being your fullest self, by being a man who's in touch with his emotions or being a woman who's a not afraid to let her guard down and to let the masculine in. So um, we each get to make that impact. And hopefully this conversation did have that impact on everyone listening. Sure it did, Amy. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Farah, is there anything you want to leave us with? Yeah, I was just going to just add, you know, that just reflecting on all of our journeys that we've shared today, that we've all gone from in some way feeling like we don't belong. And like we've had to cut off certain parts of us to fit in. And if anybody has resonated with that throughout this podcast episode, I just was just seeing how much all three of us have created our own belonging. And that if you're listening to this and you're waiting for the world to change and mold into something that will include you, know that, you know, it starts with you right now in your room feeling whatever you're feeling, feeling whatever this podcast episode brought up in you, sitting with it, allowing it to be here in your body, trusting your body to to process it and hold it with you. And and I would just encourage us all to create our own belonging because look what we've already found here. We've found three souls that have connected and, and speak the same language and and understand and recognize ourselves and each other. And, and that's what we all do when we own what's here. Um, so yeah, I just want to, to share that and, and encourage you all to to create your own belonging and slowly slowly we are creating a completely different realm of existence and a comp- completely different understanding of each other and it's yeah it's so beautiful so yeah thank you so much Ben for having me on as well and Amy thank you so much So there we go. I hope you 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 can feel why I felt that was such a lovely conversation. Why I'm so grateful, really, from the bottom of my heart, to Amy and Farah for sitting in that space with me and sharing as they did and allowing that conversation to flow. Celebrating the feminine is massive for me. It's really undervalued in society, and I hope that we allow for a bit of, a little bit more understanding and a little bit more celebration of the beautiful energy that the feminine allows for. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if this resonates and you feel like someone else would benefit from hearing it we would love any support please feel free to share rate review subscribe or follow so please do that and we'll be posting clips from our from from this these podcasts on our socials on instagram the naked professors podcast so feel free to follow us there and and yeah thank you for listening we'll be back next week with a brand new conversation that is now learning more about the journey that men can go on to improve their mental health to experience more of who they can be as men so that's following next week so i hope you join us then thank you for listening enjoy the rest of your week
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.